This episode is a conversation between Shelby Earl and myself, which would end up becoming an article that she wrote for the online magazine, The Fold. Our topic was about being a musician, a female musician and a mother. And it was a deep conversation, which I extremely enjoyed and had been wanting to have for years. So I thank her deeply for reaching out to me uh, to start end this discussion. I hope you all enjoy it. It's a topic that I think isn't talked about often, and we are planning in the future to build a roundtable of women for a discussion that we will record and post as well. I hope you all enjoy it, my lovelies. I hope your holidays are going well. Welcome to Music and Motherhood. You're there. Wait, let me make sure. Yeah, let me. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Okay, let me make sure this is working. Hang on, just. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it is nice. Woohoo! (laughs) (laughs) So you are being recorded for the record. Okay. (laughs) Want to make sure. (laughs) You're used to it. Pro. I'm also driving, but. um, Oh, you are. Okay. I'm driving to my son's school, funny enough, as we talk about children, because have I had a children's week, but um, or child. Uh, but we can talk about that. <laughs> so great. Well, I'll try not to. I'll try to keep this brief enough. But um, so okay. as you know, as I told you in the email, I am expecting my first child. I do. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm due in April. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, like, looking at – but I've been living as a full-time independent artist, and I'm like, wow, this will get interesting real fast. So um, I was talking to the wonderful Amanda Carter-Gomez over at The Fold, and she was like, oh, my gosh, we should do a series of interviews, blah, 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 and talk to ladies who are already doing this and find out how they're doing it. Because I feel like people don't tell this story a whole lot for some reason. Nobody talks about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought I was, so, was so excited when you brought it up. I thought it was so uncanny because I thought this before. Like, I sought out books like by Patty Smith. I'm like, she took a yeah. book worth 35 years to raise kids, or um, Kristen Hirsch, who has like four kids and she's bipolar. I'm like, how the hell? Is yeah. That? Or what does that look like? And and maybe it's uh, no matter what it looks like because. Um, you know, like, what's happening to you and why and blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially because I think people are more determined to do both, It seems, you know, or, like, keep their musical life alive. But anyway, this is this is awesome. Thank you for You're saying welcome. yes. And, um, okay, I'll just dive in. How long do you have, do you think? Oh, I have an hour, so I'm Oh, you do? Okay. Awesome. If you don't sign up at three, so yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay, well, I'll I'll dive in, and I'm sure we'll go off these questions, which is fine. It's, oh, you know, I could just probably like three rounds that you're talking about. <laughs> I know, right? I know that'll be like the main challenge. Like, where do we start? Where do we end? Um, okay. Well, I thought maybe just starting with. I mean, I know about you musically, but like brief history of your musical life, and then at what point you decided to start a family in there. 
Yeah, sure. Um, so I started in bands when I in uh, I'd say eighty eighty nine. I was twenty three, um, and I did choir. I'm a primarily a singer, you know. So I just yeah. you know, grew up in the Tri City, so there weren't bands there like we saw in Seattle. So I did choir um, and did like you know from choir to like um, you know like solo competitions or whatever because our high school was sort of into the or no actually it was junior high. Um, I didn't do as much of it in high school. Any hootie. Um, <laughs> when I got to Seattle, I I actually had done uh, something else that was challenging. So I got to live in France and uh, with a school and then got to town with a nanny. So I really wanted to learn how to speak French, but I'm a terrible. Okay. So I kind of just knew myself well enough to say, you're forced to learn this. So um, that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. So when I got back to Seattle, I was like, okay, we well, need to try other things that you have always wanted to do, and music. So I was like, oh, I'll join a band. Like, not knowing anything about being in a band. Uh, yeah. Like, nothing, zero. But but it didn't matter. That's what I appreciate about those times, and in, in particular, probably myself, that I was like, it didn't matter. I was like, whatever. I want to do this thing. I don't know anything. So, what? you know, so proceed ahead, whatever. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, what are you going to do, you know? So, yeah. um, uh, so I answered the ad in the rocket, and those people were the makings of Hammerbox. And so, um, so Hammerbox was for like five years, and we got signed to A&M Records, and then we had the internal implosion of the band, and mm-hmm. uh, which happened. And then I, I actually was James, our bass player, left first, and then I left, and I left because. Um, I just didn't feel like I was – I wanted to learn how to write songs, like full songs, like, you know, uh, writing the music and the lyrics and melody. And I had a great start by just writing lyrics and melody, but I wanted to write, you know, have a full thought. And I just yeah. really – our band had a lot of internal, like, um, just crap. And so I didn't feel like I was going to get that, so I walked and then started Goodness, um, which was me slowly kind of – when I find miraculous, like, just the balls, you know what I mean? Like, a two-record deal, like two deal with A&M Records, and I walk on the second one. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go get another band. I mean, like, lawyers were yelling at me, going, you're ruining everyone's lives. And I didn't care. Oh, my God. Like, Amazing. Nobody cares about how I feel. Fuck off. I was so I'm, – I'm pretty pragmatic and logical that way. Yeah. But, you know, so I'm not, I'm not stuck in the fantastical – or I don't – I don't – I don't do this because I need to be famous or, you know, obviously. Yeah. But, um, but anywho, it, I just was sort of like, this can't go well. I feel like shit and nobody cares, so I walked. Anyway, um, and then started uh, slowly pulling people together for goodness, which morphed a little bit. And then goodness was signed to Love Atlantic, funny enough, by one of the guys who had tried to get Hammerbox on Atlantic, which was, you know, what a small world. But, yeah. Um, so we were signed by them, uh, and then, uh, and then, which, which happens with I think people, especially well, women who can sing, right? Um, they wanted to pull me out from the band to do a solo record instead. Uh, and this is after having recorded our second record twice. Um, okay. And so, uh, and so I, and the way they went about it was just. And again, I just, I'm very proud. I'm like, God, that was horrible. No, I'm not going with you. Um, just the way they did, said it. Anyway. Yeah. 
And so we were signed to a couple other labels like uh, Immortal, Epic, and I can't remember if there was another one. I can't remember. Anywho, it slowly petered out, as as you do. You know, that's hard yeah. on the band. Yeah. And again, internal things and stress. BLF, the bass player always leaves first. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to write a book that says the bass player always leaves first. <laughs> you should. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and so she left because she was pregnant, and she was pregnant. She had a baby, like, her, her daughter's in graduated, graduated from high school. Anyway. Wow. So, and I think I was 30 then. So, yeah, she was pregnant and left, and then we imploded. And I had started doing, a, right right then I was like, okay, it's time to do solo work. Like, I just want to know what I can do. So I, yeah. I did solo work, and I continue to do that. Like, I'm working on, on a fourth solo CD and uh, a record or whatever. Yay. Yay. Um, <laughs> then I've done side projects like the Rockbirds with Danny, Chris, and Goodness, and Rich Friel and Mike McCready. Yeah. As a side project that we don't do anything with. But, um, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the gamut. It's just, you know, sort of. I've done other side things, like I started a band momentarily called Esther Kang, and um, just because I miss doing rock and roll stuff. So, but at about let's see, after getting in, I think I did my, I did my third solo CD, and I had met my husband, uh, and we were pretty whirlwind. And I think I, I was when I released the record, I played shows until I was eight months pregnant. Nice. So I, yes. Yeah, right? Yes, possible. I did New Year's Eve at the show box with Mock Tube, I think. <laughs> awesome. It was just like, you know, but, you know, whatever. Um, I loved being pregnant. I loved it. I, I felt like I felt like I had a buddy in my belly. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I didn't have to worry about my weight, which was amazing. Like, yeah, I'm going to dress this belly up. Like, yeah. So... So, yeah, so when I, I think that was, two, well, Orion was born 2008. So I played shows up until 2007, I guess. Um, cool. And then have taken a huge, like, obviously 10-year hiatus, 11, <laughs> with lots of other shifts and turns. But I will tell you this. I didn't, it's taken me probably till to this I'm having massive revelations about my life, even this week. Um, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. But I took a turn away from music um, in in several ways. Like, at some point, I I also got tired of being poor, and I got a job with Nordstrom.com um, mm-hmm. and have done project management, like tech project management, um, ever since on and off. Um, and then... And then when I, you know, kind of whirlwind, like, got married, had Orion, I remember being in the house going, doing dishes and going, what the fuck has happened? Like, (laughs) how did I go from being a rock star, feeling badass, to cleaning up after an adult man and doing dishes and just fucking being tired? Like, what? Like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my spiel. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. So, well, this is the weird, like, side note, what's so crazy is I put my third record out last year. I got, I got pretty whirlwind married two years ago. And yeah. 
and like very similar <laughs> similar timeline, I also hit the point of being tired of being broke. Um, yeah. So and like you know, so now I'm like, okay, for real, I want to keep playing music, but how am I going to make a living and support a human? But anyway, I was going to ask about the so your ten year hiatus was that? I mean, did you see that coming? Did you know like if I have a kid? I'll probably take a break from music for a minute, or was that kind of unexpected? No, I mean, I I, I think I truthfully knew that that was coming, and I kind of wanted it. Like, I was pretty burnt out. Like, I had a wall of burnout just because I'd been touring or doing all of that kind of business, and it's unfortunate that I would call it business, right, Um, for over a decade. And I just didn't – I wasn't raised to be an artist. This is what I feel about it. So I didn't have the knowledge or the, you know, sometimes you need somebody outside of yourself to say, no, what you are as an artist, it looks like this. Here's how you sustain yourself during these times when it feels unstructured and pointless. You need to be able to ground yourself in the value of art and you as the artist and reevaluate what is it you really need in life. Like, yeah. do, you need, do you need a house and a new car and a bunch of clothes or <laughs> – or do you, you know, what do you need? Could you just need, you know, like food and fun stuff? Or could you periodically go get jobs to satiate, you know, buying a car? Or, you know, all those things are great. Like, it's not right. to be famine. But, but there's a whole lesson out there about understanding what, you know, knowing you got to understand what you want, pack the value of what you do love, and then actively figure out, okay, how do I go do that? Even when I feel fucking freaked out, you know? like Right, right. So I knew that it was coming, and so I naturally, you know, happily, like I would go to practices and be like, I think Orion was six months old or maybe less, and I just didn't want to be there. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be in a stinky, windowless room. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care, and it's kind of depressing, and I, I, I felt the real pull to be with my kid. Like, my son and I, I feel like are soulmates. It's crazy. Um, oh, that's so wonderful. Awesome. And even now, like, I'm going to pick him up early because we're, ha- you know, uh, I'm I'm gone a lot. Not, not even because of music, but because, of, <laughs> because I'm uh, commuting to Seattle. And so I'm, I'm ruminating right now, and this is what I'd love to meet, actually, and talk more about this. As a, I would, too. I'm, like, yeah. bookmarking all these other questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm in the middle of um, – so I'm 52, and but I feel like I'm forever 25. Um, Wait, um, Carrie, are you joking? So you were 42? I am 42. Oh, Wait, yeah, yeah. were you 42 was, when you had I, your kids? I was 41, yeah. Oh my God! What we're like living through? I know, <laughs> so crazy. I do think you're calling with a massive synchronicity. Like when you, I believe in that kind of stuff. And yeah, so, oh, me too. Yeah. Okay. When you like text or when you emailed, I was just like, "King, king!" Like synchronicity. I was like, "Yeah, I want to have that conversation." Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Awesome. Yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you though. Yep. Well, that's okay. I um. So yeah, I. I definitely, I wanted a family, but I, uh, and I definitely, I felt bad about it, though. Like, and that's the, that's the turmoil I would encourage you not to have is, you know, I never settled on anything. Like, so we, um, 
I didn't feel like being in practice. I felt like being with my kid. I wish I had said to myself, stop, be with your kids. Yeah. Later, like, it's fine. Um, although I would miss, it was such, it's such an empowering thing to do. I, I, I also didn't want to lose that, or I don't know, I had some struggle there. But, um, uh, and, and also being newly married with a kid is rough. I mean, it was to cross, but. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't have a lot of time hanging out by ourselves, and, um, and even to this day, like Marty and I were, uh, we're, we are, we're like 11 years in, and it's still like, it, it's hard to, as we evolve and learn and grow, you know, we're doing all the, it's such the classic men, women, you know, like female communication, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, so like that first <laughs> there was maximum fatigue um, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And so, and then we, I hit real burnout on Seattle also at about 2010. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I just felt like I couldn't, the history, my history in Seattle felt too heavy to me. And I okay. couldn't feel like I could be new or get out from under that. And I was working at EMP at the time, um, managing their uh, educational, like, camps and classes. And I just felt like everyone, not that anybody meant bad, but they kept talking about me in the past. Like, Oh, jeez. Like, oh, I remember when you did that show at Rock Candy, or I remember when you did this, or I loved Hammerbox, or whatever. And I just felt like going, I'm not dead, people. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm hitting my prime, frankly. Like, all that stuff was great, but... I'm still evolving, and I'm fucking really good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And so we decided to move, and I got recruited to work at Target in Minneapolis. Okay. Full synchronicity. It was crazy. Um, And so we moved to Minneapolis, which was even kind of weirder, like, because now I'm moving to a town where no one – well, I met people who knew me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but, of course, I have no history like I have in Seattle. So all of me of that is gone. And now right. I'm just a mom working, well, and on top of it, working a corporate job, which is a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm, I'm totally. going to deter you from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Because I'm having amazing, wonderful revelation and making, I'm going to be making decisions that I wish I would have known or been strong enough to make back then. Like, for me, going into corporate world, it's like I lost myself. And Hmm. you're forever trying to dress the right way, act the right way, quickly, you know, and it left me feeling very hollow and lonely. And it's only now uh, that I have very actively decided to want to recognize that and understand it and then change it. Yeah. Maybe quit. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we can put that in or leave that out. You know, <laughs> of the article. Not allowed by employer yet? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I I definitely relate to that because you and I touched base with you right before I quit corporate world to play music. I kind of did it backwards, but I I remember reaching out to you. You were at Nordstrom and I was at Amazon, yeah. and I was like, I'm dying, my soul is dying, and you were like, Well, don't come here. <laughs> I was going to ask, too, like, in that time when you had Orion, but you were still playing music, I assume you were surrounded by all dudes. Was it, like, 
you and a bunch of dudes? Or were there other – I mean, no. and did they get it? I guess that's my question. Oh, um, yeah, I've always been surrounded by dudes. I mean, that's – but I don't really care. I don't – I've never yeah. – uh, I've never – I've never been unconfident about my gender. Like, I just don't yeah. – you know, I've thought about it. Like, um, uh, I mean, I get that, but I personally just don't function that way. But, um, um, no, I – oh, yeah, I, I, at that point when I had Orion – I think the only, I think the only, ever, no one's really fucked with me about that. You know what I mean? And if yeah. they did, they'd, I'd give them holy hell. But, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I think we, at that time I just was dabbling in projects and doing some things with people. But I think they knew. I mean, the minute you go, like, I have to go get my kids, they're not going to challenge you on that. Right, um, right. And I, I don't feel like I can't get people to, I never felt like I couldn't get people to play music with me. Yeah. If I do. Um, because even if it's for one show, it'll be a good experience. Um, uh, I just didn't have the energy to start a band, run a band, and book shows. And in Minneapolis, I mean, it's, they have a healthy music scene. I met people at, you know, the the radio station there that's like KEXP. I, I knew a producer, that, I mean, a, a well-known producer, and like I could have, I could have gone and done that. I just did not have it in me. Uh, that yeah. just, you know. Um, well, no, I imagine that's different. That story is going to be different for everyone, right? Like, I mean, I one of my bandmates had her first baby and like tried to show up to play the show. Two days later, her husband was like holding the two day old. I was like, get out of here, dude! Right? <laughs> he she was like psychotically determined, and I was yeah. like, "Take a deep breath. Like, I'm not gonna forget you. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> you know." But yeah. that's you know the other extreme, and I imagine you know everyone responds to everywhere in between, right? And I brought up the question about dudes because one of the first people I told that I was pregnant is a male musician in town, not someone I play with, but. His, he actually said, well, there goes your music career. And I was like, uh, I don't feel like that's a given. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but and Does he have kids or is he just? He has kids. And, well, I, I will yeah. Say I will say this. I mean, well, no one needs to say that, but, but because they're, they're, there's plenty of times I've played music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like I stopped and never played music or did shows. Like, yeah. Not, oh, did I run or build a dedicated band that met on a regular basis and then plan, you know, like that, that I will say is a lot of work and it takes yeah. time. And that time, especially when you have a baby and the formative years of a kid takes away some, some time from that, right? But, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also, what I didn't do, but I've seen other people do is like, you bring that kid along for the ride as long as their personality can do that. Like my son is very introverted. Bringing mm-hmm. him to practice spaces or shows is just not going to happen. It's terrifying to him. Like if I, and I brought him the thing, um, where it's just, um, he's 10, uh, but I brought him the things where walking into a big dark room with a lot of people 
and then the band kicks in, he's like, it literally is confidence to him. He's like, fuck no, like, it runs out, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so for his personality, he does, it, that's, it's not fun for him. Right. And he's not mellow, you know, that's, that's a lot for him, or, I did a song with Danny, like, on Bashon at this place, and just the volume and the, and the dark in the backstage yeah. freaked him out, and so, that, but that's who he is, you know, um, so, I mean, I, I think, I think you could bring your kids along for the ride, right? There's plenty of people who do. Yeah. Um, I think my question is, or not my question, but my thought is, I find that time, well, no, let me back that up, because there's plenty of years of annoyance. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's just, you know, there's a lot of exhaustion when they're babies. There's, I mean, or for me. Yeah. I was okay, sleep deprived. You're breastfeeding if you so choose. Um, you're so you're really tired, especially that first year. Um, set, you know, if you have a good partner, you could sort of. So there's just that truth. Like I was tired. I was just like, yeah. I can't do it all, which is hard for me to admit. But um, and then I just was like, well, where do I want to put my energy? Like I don't. You know, my mom also died when I was in Minneapolis, and so. Oh um, wow. Yeah, so, like, time spent with people and my family and my kid got real serious to me. Like, yeah, what are you doing dicking around if you're dicking around in a practice space away from your kid? Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just me, though. Like, I got real, um, none of this matters. Even my job now, like, none of this matters if, I mean, he's only going to be 10 one time. So I, I get in that mindset, like, um, uh, too much time away from him is not the life. I want, and I, I am a pretty massive nurturer, so. Okay, yeah. That, you know, so that that's, uh, not, not that, you know, most people aren't, but, like, I felt a real struggle, pull. Yeah. Like, lots of guilt, like, and I don't, um, and my mind was just sort of like, uh, you know, you've done a shit ton of this, you've succeeded, you know, what what is it you want, it's not, I knew, I was like, it's not like you want to get in a van and tour, and, I mean, it's just not the same anymore, and so what yeah. is the for. But if I could build a life now, which I'm sort of gunning to do, is I'd love to have, like, okay, there's peak season for playing shows. Let's make a record, and in the summer we go tour around, and we make a bunch of our money, and my kid comes with, maybe we bring a friend, or, and then, boom, I've got six months where I'm hibernating. Yeah. Or I'm working at something else. So there's lots of ways it can take shape, but I I just, um, I wanted to be a mom. I want to be a good mom, you know what I mean? I want to yeah. be there. Um, and what I didn't like, uh, and so I'm integrating, I started integrating in more like, hey, do you know, by the way, <laughs> do you know, by the way, I play music, you know, right. um, <laughs> because when we were in Minneapolis, I said to my husband, I said, if I never spoke about it and we had no evidence of it and we stayed here in Minneapolis, Orion would never know anything about my time in Seattle or my music history, and that's fucking weird. That's crazy, yeah. Like a whole segment of who I am in my life. Yeah. He just what, would never know that girl. Like, that's weird. And Yeah, that up. must have been kind of scary, I would imagine. It was a little bit, yeah. It, and I think, yeah, I just, I, it made me feel, it, it, um, it exacerbated the lost feeling, kind of, whoa, where am I? Yeah. Like, now, like, um, and so, yeah, I had some struggles around that. Well, that was going to, I was going to ask about that because it sounds like you, you sort of redefined 
which like on the one hand sounds wonderful to me because you get tired of like writing your own name, a million, you know, <laughs> saying your own name. <laughs> um, that's where I'm at. So like on the one hand, it sounds great to me to focus on someone else for 10 years, <laughs> you know, like that sounds amazing. And yet there is like the fear of being totally redefined, which is what it sounds like you came right up against yeah. in Minneapolis, you know, especially since you moved, it was like double whammy. you had a yeah. kid and and moved away, and yeah. that that is scary. It's like I'm already going. Wow, I'm not interested in playing the promo game, and yet, ho- holy crap! Like, am I just gonna like let it go? <laughs> ah, I mean, I guess the question in that is then with enough space, is that it sounds like that's kind of changing again. Like you're re-energized. Is it a creative? Is it like new creative energy, or is it? new energy to kind of get back in all of it? No, it's more a creative energy around creating the the pocket how I want it. Yeah. I don't give a shit about chasing KXP. You know? <laughs> right, yes. I just don't, like, because I'm not, my end game is not to get back in the game. Like, but I know what I, know I, what I can do is I can go record, I can go get, a million great musicians in town. I can play killer shows, and I'm mostly interested in shows in weird, interesting places. I can go get that. Yeah. Um, so I know all the things that are in my control that I, where I get my yayas off, like you know, or yeah, or thing. Um, I, I have no desire to. Um, it makes me kind of like I, I instantly get uncomfortable. Like it doesn't feel right to start caring about oh I gotta release my record and this month so that it gets the most attention then I gotta go I gotta go get people to give shit about it um, yeah I, I, all of that makes my my gut says no yeah because um, I'm yeah. not full of that um, but what I do want is to I want to sing I want to enjoy my music I want to express myself I, I can go have a big show oh, yeah. I want to have a show with you we could get you know fill a room like yeah great. yeah I can go build a festival in Walla Walla at a winery if I if I want I'll go get it for myself. Right. I don't. I do not like waiting for people to give me permission. I don't like waiting for approval. Never have. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Fucking maddening and and I just can't care about it because it it'll just eat me up and so but I'm very confident in like I love the music I'm making. I I know I have great fans. And I've, all I care about is that I want to play that stuff uh, in cool places with cool people. That excites me. Yeah. I like creating, you know, like a a big show. Like I love, I love the game in short term. Like, because I like marketing. I like all that. I just don't want to have to hang my hat on it. Yeah. Like absolutely. I have to do it. I'm like, no, I'd love to do a good show and like cold call people and get you know sell tickets. If it's for, if it's for like. A short term, like let's like Ben and I. Ben, we're doing this retrospective of of my stuff. Yeah. Um, at the tractor, and I was like, oh, one, I've never had male musicians say we would like to celebrate you. <laughs> oh, I love it, and I love Ben London. Oh my God, God. bless him. So we it came out of we did that Mother Love Bone. I did a couple songs at that Mother Love Bone um, tribute show for Smash. And mm-hmm. it 
the first time ever, which felt really good. Um, it was the first time ever, like, I came into the practice room. We did Come Bite the Apple. And I, I think I sang the song, and there was a palpable silence, like, motherfucker. Like, I did not <laughs> sing. Like, yeah. It's him to Julia looks over, and he goes, I will play on anything you want to do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just, God, well, I love it. Just based on the fact that you're good at what you do. And I was like, yeah. that's all I need. That's all I need. Like, yeah. I don't need it from you, really. But but thank you. That that's quite, That made me feel good. Yeah. Well, and it feels that just sounds so like pure. It just it all feels really pure and like free. Like you're in a really free place. And I know you're still turning all this stuff over in your mind. It sounds like you know, and figuring out what next. But it sounds like it's just coming in a like coming from a really fresh. <laughs> and I keep thinking, just like re-energize. You're like re-energized. Did you have to? Did you have to like? practice a bunch were you in like vocal shape already did you have to get you know or how have you kind of maintained that well I have years of uh well when I started with choir and training so yeah there's a lot of basic things like you know how you project how you don't hurt your voice um but I will say this when I joined Hammerbox I lost I only lost my voice one time and wow great classic way like we were touring in Europe, and I, like, I couldn't talk. I'd open my mouth, but I could sing, which I thought was interesting. And I would spend every show before the show with my head in a boiling pot and towel and then literally, like, throw lipstick on and get on stage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so I had uh, the beginning of nose. And so when I got back, and so we had to cancel a bunch of shows because I literally had to not talk. Uh, just talking harder on your voice than singing and whispering's worse. So yeah, uh, I have a bunch of training and all of that. And then when I got back, I actually uh, went and saw Greta Harley, and I have always um, attributed her help to uh, completely saving me. She was the first person who ever talked to me about um, teaching me how to sing to to rock music. Oh, cool. And it was the first person to ever talk to me about what it means to be an artist as well. And it was revel. I mean, I had four lessons, but it was revelatory. Oh, like I, awesome. She was, you know, we talked about how to get grounded. She talked about, you know, being an artist is in everything that you do. Um, so you are that. And then she, we talked a lot about how to, you know, basically the techniques of singing over amps. And so I also would do things like, like I know for me, like lots of dairy and carbonation and all of that are terrible. I also know not to push it when I can't hear shit. Yeah. Can't hear me too bad. Um, Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so a lot of that stuff. But I, and also, you know, like we're going to do this retro show and I'm like, I'm not doing three practices in a row right in front of the show. And Ben knows that. Ben's like, I don't want to wear you out. Because none of these songs are like, you know, (laughs) the belters are not uh, light. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're not taking any vacations in your music. I've heard you. (laughs) I love it. I mean, we all love it, but that's, yeah, it's intense. <laughs> but, you know, and as you get older, I'm curious about, you know, what happens to the vocal cords and what you do. But I, I'm sort of God, like at 52, though, I sing better than I have in my whole life. Like, awesome. you, yourself. you know yourself so well. I'm yeah. also one of those who's like, I've always been interested in singing like a guitar player is interested in playing guitar. Like, I want to yeah. know what I can do. How do yeah. I make that 
of how do I hold that note? How do I, you know, uh, like I think about it that way. So, right. That is awesome. Well, this is interesting because my voice teacher years ago said, you know, uh, well, first things first, you know, your voice won't be done developing until you're 40 or whatever it is, like early 40s. And then she said, and wait until you have a baby, Shelby. <laughs> Just wait. Your voice will get that much more powerful, you know, because she was always like, you'll be connected to your root. I'm <laughs> like, good God, woman. But, you know. I'm like, let's see, you know, <laughs> so I don't, I'm not surprised that your voice feels better than ever, you know, it's probably, yeah. you've been like living into it fully now, and that's, yeah. that is so cool. Well, my, I, my one last sort of like topic related to this is how you've seen, or if you've seen your creativity change, or like wane, or any of that, because it's obviously like a big fear, no. right? Like, am I going to have... Nothing to say. I've had like three yeah. people be like, "Now you'll make a kids record." <laughs> oh my god! My sister said the same. My sister, my stepsister, always says the same thing. You should do a kids record, or you should do a country record. And I'm like, oh. "No!" <laughs> like, really? What for the for the hell of it? I'm like, thanks for thinking so shallow. Um, yeah. But um, no, no, that's not going to happen to you. I just won't because you're going to be experiencing things on a different level. You're going to have thoughts about that, and you're going yeah. to write it as you wish. I mean, I'll tell you, like, like this record, I will be so happy to just send you this record before other people get it just because. Oh, uh, yay. I mean, just thinking of you, uh, I mean, just for your personal listening and because mm-hmm. it's a passage record. I'm going to call it passage, I think. But, um, uh, but it's what I love about the writing now is that it's so personal. Like, it's my own personal private poetry, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, for things that I need to say. And that's yeah. the only thing. And that's why I'll never lose. I'm writing for me, you know? Like, if I'm yeah. happy, customer served, you know? Like, good. <laughs> right. Like, I don't, I really say that a lot to people. I'm like, if you're happy, then you're complete. That's it. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks at all. Yeah. And that's, and you write deeper. You're gonna. I'm sorry, but so much more is happening to you. You're gonna write more. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Tired. Mm. You might be a little tired, but no, you're gonna be. You're gonna be even fuller, woman. Yeah. You know, you're a birth a human being for crap. You're gonna be tired. You're gonna have arguments. You're gonna watch someone grow. You're gonna have doubt. I mean, those are fodder for amazing lyrics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> yes. Awesome. See, this yeah. is the hope. I don't need someone to tell me yeah. I'm going to be on tour, you know, all yeah. year, every year. But I need to, I need to hear that I will still make. That oh, is... yeah. You'll make music. There's no doubt about it, right? Because you're going to want to share that with your kids. And yeah. your child may want to play music, right? So, Or they may be cool if you bring them to, like, the summer festivals that you play. And you bring a, your husband or a friend and they – you know, I'll hold your child while you play a song. Like, that's all very possible. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I talk about Orion. Like, I just don't I just don't bring him to the stuff. One, because it's, like I said, he doesn't love a crowd. So, um, yeah. Uh, but there's plenty of ways to play music. And I think you should decide um, that you're going to do that. I just know you're going to do that in some fashion. Maybe it's not the first two years. And that's fine. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. And then what I like to think is 
okay, you know, what what would be the funnest scenario for playing music for you? Like, like I would. I'm like, hey, I don't really care about touring, but I'd love to put together a show at Slide of Hand Winery in Walla Walla, and I want Shelby, myself, and he, like, I'm picking a yeah. music car. I want, and that's, I'm like, great, I'm good. Yeah. That is, have yeah. That's the kind of fun I want to have. Right, right. I just, you know. So good. <laughs> fantasies about like I want to play Montreal I feel like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like but I'm not willing to you know feel I'm not willing to beg for it or I just I'm just not and you know what I will say this I've had to reconcile the fact that I just don't want to and not feel bad about it yeah absolutely there yeah. there are lots of things in life to <laughs> invest in yeah. yep well, you can beat yourself up because I'm sure you're like me. Like I'm a worker bee, you know. Like yeah. I know how to go market or do whatever I want. It's been hard for me to go. I just don't think I want to, and I'm going to need to not regret whatever it is I think I'm missing. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. That's there. It is right there. There. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. You nailed it there, sister. Yeah. yeah. And the truth is, I really don't think we're missing shit. I no, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Totally. Because I swear to God, and even in the last year, I'll be on these scenarios where I'm like, really? This shit's happening again? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like someone saying, we decided to do headline on a Tuesday night. Well, how lucky you. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's not a gift, by the way, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Um <laughs> Well, I think those are my questions. Is there anything else you were like, oh, I need to say this? <laughs> or like, uh, well, I mean, it's not on your topic. I mean, the things I'm also that's okay. are, um, so I started coaching people and doing oh. workshops and retreats and um, some of it's creative. And it's, some of it's creative and it's really based in my interest in empowering people because it's something I it's something I naturally I just really enjoy it always have like saying fuck yeah you can do that or yeah. you're not or I heard you you're fine like that kind of thing is something I I really enjoy so I'm trying to do I'd like to get people cool. with that like I I do that well I'd rather have see the courage for someone else to need it because I feel like people get stuck in their stories and perspectives and they feel alone I mean I yeah. have yeah. And it's nice to have someone there going, oh, hell no, what do you want? Let's go get it. If that's what you really want, yeah. well, don't feel bad if you don't want it, you know, or, um, you know, just perspective changing. So I'm doing that. And Super my goal, cool. Fantasy, or I should just say it's my goal, um, in the next year or so, or however long it takes, like, I want my world to be, here's how I'd be happy, where yeah. I do cook, workshops, retreats. And then half my year is shows, festivals, make music, what else? You know, some conglomeration of all that work. That's my work. That'll be my job. Yeah, love that. Dreamy. I need a lot of money. So, I mean, Marty, that's my husband, Marty, and I, we we talked about, you know, there's freedom and and no debt. And so you got to reexamine, like, what do you need? Not that I don't love money. Right. I want a ton of money. Uh, I have, we're doing, you know, right now I make crazy money. But um, uh, but I also appreciate freedom in 
not having to have that money so I could walk. Yeah. And and I think having a family and being someone's mother is powerful and yeah. an equal job, a ridiculously equal job to being a musician. I mean, fuck's sake. <laughs> You're raising <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel mm-hmm. like rock and all that can get really fantastical, not to reduce its, you know, truth in you. If for some reason in the next three years you're like, no, I've decided my gut says I just want to dedicate it to my kid, you are doing a huge, creative, valuable, powerful thing. So yeah. don't think this ain't anything. Yeah. It's of equal awesome. power. Yeah. There you go. That's my little <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, this is this is so awesome. Um, I am going to do my best to edit down, though I just want to, like, put this whole recording on the internet <laughs> and just be like, dear everyone, it's going to get good. <laughs> Everyone's going to make it.